the Mark West Sports Podcast. I like you, you got, you got, you got. College coach. Cool. Primetime. I mean, if people are looking for him like that, how long do you think he's going to be a college coach? Probably another two, three years, maybe. And then head out and do something. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like he needs to be successful, like, on a real college level, though. Like, you playing just HBCUs and Division One teams, yeah. I don't feel like you, sh- you could make that jump from that level to the, to the NFL. Me, I think I think you can make that jump if you have the knowledge. If anybody could do it, it's yeah. Dion. I mean, he's That's the best in the game at his position. Like, you got all type of people that, that you know, got, you know, got all type of positions um, or jobs in the NFL, and they ain't did shit. They just knew somebody that knew somebody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know All right. Shit go. If anything, I'll just, I'll just start with the heat. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so set it up. It's the Mark West Sports Podcast, and I'm from Dade County. He's from Dade County, mm-hmm. and we going to give you that Dade County sports talk from that real Dade County perspective. I'm Marcus Benjamin. Seven. He's Wesley Pierre. Mm-hmm. And we going to start off with some heat talk, baby. And guess who's on top of the East, mm-hmm. baby? It's the Heat. <laughs> and this man been saying it. This man's been saying it. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Report's been right on it. Western Domus has been right on it. Now the national media is going to catch up. Watch. They're going to start to catch up. Watch. You're going to see Kendrick Perkins talking about them goons mm. all of a sudden. Well, Kendrick, he always be holding us down. He always be giving us uh, our due when, it, when, it's, when it's supposed to be done. You feel what I'm saying? But as far as everybody else, same thing like Shaq. Shaq the other day, he came to the crib. You know, we gave him a, a heat jersey. You know, we got one of the best jerseys out here in the NBA. Of course, we are the trendsetters. You feel me? Yeah. But, again... You know, Shaq was on um, ESPN or TNT talking about, oh, when they were discussing, oh, if Brooklyn Nets um, or or any other team in the East, you should really be rating them right now because their key players aren't in the game. And, and, and wait, like, hold on. You feel me? Like, we didn't have Bam Adebayo. We didn't have Jimmy Butler. We didn't have all our goons from Dade County. You feel me? Holding it down because they've been injured. So... We went on our games, though, so how you going to go ahead and say teams like the Brooklyn Nets and, and so on and so on, you can't rate them right now because their their key players ain't in the game. But, like, what you saying? You feel me? Because our key players wasn't in the game, and we still doing our thing. We, the, 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 the last few podcasts that we had, we've been talking about these um, key players that nobody knew of, Doc Rivers and other um, coaches, of course, are in their feelings right now because they're like, damn, how the hell – we got all these different um, people on the heat holding it down. People like Guy, people like, uh, uh, uh. well, Tyler Hero was drafted by us. But you got Tyler Hero, you got Guy, you got you got uh, uh, um, Yurt Seven, you got you got um, Deadman, you got all these individuals on the team holding it down, and other key players that's holding it down. And we didn't even bring uh, um, Oladipo back, but 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 we doing it without Bam and doing it without Jimmy, some somebody or somebodies or individuals that we have on our team that 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 are getting paid a lot of money and. and and of course, you know they should be getting paid the money. But again, at the end of the day, they're not playing, and we're still still doing our thing. So for us to still be number one in the East, like like Marcus said earlier in the podcast, like it just shows what it is. It shows that Spur- Spolstra 
Spolstra, you uh, 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 Spo nose, uh, yeah, Spo's nose, like like Bo nose, like you know, Bo nose, you know, like Spo nose, you know, we 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 doing our thing, and all these individuals that do not want to talk about us or do or 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 when they do talk about us, they want to give other teams excuses why they're not winning. We're number one in the East, and we got that grit, we got that grind, like Kendrick Perkins been saying, we them goons from Dade County, and we gonna hold it down, you know, like 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 Jimmy Butler said. And why Jimmy Butler, uh, other uh, um, teammates on uh, previous teams didn't like him because he want to put it all out on the court. If you ain't over here worrying about working out and, and trying to win, of course, y'all going to get paid, y'all NBA players. But if you ain't trying to win and that put means putting in the work, that means that me and you going to have a problem. So for him to be over here at the Heat. Bam Adebayo coming back, Jimmy Butler coming back. We got all the other individuals coming back, and we number one in the East. We got Spo in the building, like Bo knows. It just seems like on the Mark West Sports Podcast, Marcus Benjamins and your boy West Threadamus know what we've been talking about because we've been talking about this for years. Y'all haven't been talking about it because, of course, y'all hate us because of our women. Y'all hate us because of our beaches. And you hate us because of our weather. Right now, it's a little cold right now. You know, we, we wearing jackets right now, but um, it's burr. all good. You it's know. a little burr out there. You know, but it's <laughs> all good. It's Gucci still day kind but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Heat are in this position right now because they got a farm system. And it's all about Pat Riley. And it's all about uh, that system that, that's bringing up players like Struess and Guy, like you mentioned, and – um. um What's the, dude, what's the dude that I called um, Gay Vincent? Um, uh, <laughs> is, is that his name? I, the dude I, I, I be calling Huey, but when he used to have the fro, uh, he came up big last night. He um, um, had some three-pointers. So the, these are players that create depth for the Miami Heat. And they got the best depth, to me, in the East. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying right now in the Mark West Sports Podcast here in January – that the Heat are going to go to the NBA Finals. Of course. Hot take. <laughs> uh, not a surprise, and I know you're going to be like, oh, but it's a, it's a Miami sports, cat, sports podcast. I mean, of course you're going to go with the Heat. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say yeah to that. <laughs> but um, at the same time, we have the most depth. The thing about the Brooklyn Nets, they don't got depth. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the superstars. They got the James Harden. They got uh, Kevin Durant. They got Kyrie Irving, um, who's playing halftime. He's playing halftime like Nas's uh, song on Illmatic. You know, it's <laughs> halftime, you know. Um, and then you got other players that are playing halftime, too, because they always injured. Um, James Harden, usually injured. Kevin Durant, injured right now. See, but James Harden, when he's injured, the crazy thing is when, when Bam is injured, he could come right back and play. James Harden, when he's injured, he comes out of shape. But Yeah, yeah but, but, but yeah, I, I, I just think um, they don't have the depth. And the only other team that in the East that you can think about as maybe a threat is probably Milwaukee still. I mean, because that's that's the only team to me that may have a chance. But I don't think so. Like I said a few moments ago, I feel like the Heat will be in the NBA Finals. Uh, now, who they're going to play, it, I don't know. It could be anybody. It don't matter. It I don't mean, matter. the West – to me, in years, is weaker than the East this year. And since we're leading the East, I mean, I like our chances, you know, just based on that. I mean, I'm a stats guy. Anybody knows me, I'm a stats guy, and, and I'm a believe the stats before the hype, 
And based on the stats, I feel like the Heat have a chance to win the NBA championship. I'm going to guarantee they make it to the NBA finals because I just don't believe in the Brooklyn Nets. I just don't believe in the Brooklyn Nets at all. Just because they got the name doesn't mean that they're going to make it to the NBA finals. I mean, they didn't make it to the Eastern Conference finals last year. So nothing about this team tells me that they're better than the Miami Heat, you know, because like Wes just said, I mean, we've been playing halftime as well, <laughs> you know, because Bam's been out, Jimmy Butler's been out. Um, Marquise Morris has been out for the longest. Has been out. Marquise Morris has been out. I mean, and we're still number one in the East. Clearly, we have the best depth of any team. We may not have the best players, but we clearly have the best depth. And Coach Spo is going to find a way to make it work. At the end of the day, man, the way I look at it, man, everybody's going to go ahead and feel what the Heat been talking about for the long, longest. You know, the fans, you know, since LeBron left, uh, it seemed like he did us dirty and we was in a slump for a little minute. Now we getting out that slump. You seen the other day after we whooped his ass, he wanted to go ahead and give Spolster a hug like he effed with Spolster, but you was one of the individuals that wanted to get Spolster out of here. But now look what's happening in L.A. You looking crazy, you know. But, again, at the end of the day, everybody's going to wind up oh, seeing the, the Miami Heat with open arms like yes you know they're a team of grit this day and the other but we don't want that love we want y'all to stay exactly where the hell you at one of them haters you know milwaukee one of the hell haters you got Giannis, somebody that i feel that injured um Kyrie irvin purposely and Kyrie irvin really felt like he injured him purposely um in the playoffs a few years back that made him what well, yeah, last year which made them made him um, injured for the rest of the playoffs and, uh, unfortunately, Milwaukee winning the NBA Finals. But, hey, it, it's all good. Giannis wind up the other day. He's it's talking trash, theory. saying, nah, ain't a conspiracy That's theory. Definitely a conspiracy I said theory. it before on the podcast that, that I felt. That doesn't mean it's truth. Look, no. <laughs> what you mean is just like that other individual. They, that, they made that rule that when somebody is jumping for a ball, you got to give them space to land. You can't put your foot directly in their landing spot. And that's exactly what Giannis did I under the basket with Kyrie. Purpose. Man, come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, I feel this way. Kyrie came out and said, said it. And he felt this way, the same thing. What y'all thinking that? Look, um, Giannis didn't want to get it. He didn't want to. He he want to get that championship. He gonna get it by any means necessary. And I felt even back then, even when we um, recorded the podcast back then, that I felt like he did that on purpose. You feel uh, me? We know. Kyrie is just saying that <laughs> he he felt that recently. I've been said that when the playoffs uh, was happening last year when I seen that play, and I'm like, Giannis did that on purpose. Y'all could go ahead yeah, and check we, the Yeah, we tapes. know, and, is, and I still is. think, but you know. again, regardless whatever. of the fact, he over here running his he twat. He running over here running his twat saying that 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 the Miami Heat was built to to, to be a good team in, in, in the bubble. What you trying to say? You feel me? Well, like, like, like that don't even make any sense. That's why we mopped you. That's why we swept y'all. You feel me? Because we was a team. Uh, um, supposed to be uh, um, um, in in the bubble, um, doing our thing. That don't even make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Is what? Cause they nobodies. Cause they don't got no bread. They don't got nowhere to go. They don't got uh, um 
other uh, uh, avenues where they could make money so they could just go ahead and just practice all day and this day and the other. I'm not built. I'm like that because I'm getting paid all this money so I could go to fly in Aspen. I could go ahead, I'll go ahead and fly in Miami and fly in all these different places because that don't even make any sense to me. You know what I'm saying? For him to come out and run his twat, run his pussy and say, oh, um, the Miami Heat was born, um, was built to, to be a good team in a bubble. That's more fuel yeah, to the I fire think that's for nonsense. me. That's a, I think, obviously, I think that's nonsense because look at the evidence today. We're number one in the East. Exactly. I mean, ain't no more bubble. He like, just mad because they're not the talking about no, us. <laughs> He's just mad they're not talking about him Colin, and they talk about Colin the damn Colin Howard said that too. Like, they was lightning in the bottle. Like, the heat was lightning in the bottle, which is, like, ridiculous. Come in, I mean, come on. We've we been doing this. We won. We uh, are a top five franchise within the last, you know, 15 years, you know? Right, besides like, the Lakers and the um, – like, um, Who went to we the finals more than us? We were making the Eastern us. Conference Finals since the early 90s. Yeah, but I mean, who, late went, 90s. who went to the more fi- most finals did, other than um, the Boston Celtics and the Lakers? The Miami Heat. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can go ahead and check Pistons? that stats. Huh? How many what times about? the Pistons go? What do you mean? They went the four, four, four How years? many times? Yeah. Sit, like in the last 15 years like twice oh last 15 years exactly yeah. you feel me that was a stat that's why i'm running my twat about that thing you feel me because the miami heat is doing a damn thing the miami heat is balling like dogs the miami heat are balling like kendrick perkins saying them goons are coming out you know what i'm saying and all y'all that want to come up with an excuse why uh other teams ain't winning because they injured look at look look at your depth Look at this is the reason why you feel me we get and the crazy thing is we paying Bam and paying you feel me we paying Bam and, and Jimmy Butler we paying them KD and LeBron James money you feel me so you can't even say it's a salary cap thing nah right. it's because we know how to develop we know how to develop certain things we got Duncan Robinson getting his swagger back you feel me know what I'm saying he getting swag back and he's balling like a dog like he been balling like a dog last year in the last few years in the year that made him get a contract that's why he getting paid you feel me everybody gonna have a slump Ray Allen when he was here he had a slump you know what I'm saying I'm normally seeing Ray Allen like Jesus Shuttlesworth. You feel me? Like he got game. That's how I see uh, Ray Allen. You feel me? But when he came to the Miami Heat, he was in a slump, and he shot all of it, just like Duncan Robinson's, just like like the rest of the Miami Heat. The rest of Miami Heat is just doing their thing, and they playing selfless basketball. You feel me? I don't care. I don't care if, if Marcus get thirty and I, I get fifteen. We win it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody eat. You know what I'm saying? That comes with the Miami Heat, with the goon mentality, with the street mentality. Everybody eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody going to go ahead and get a chance to get paid. You know what I'm saying? On Crawford, on Crawford wind up getting paid coming from them goons. You feel me? You seen he got that bread from the, uh, from the Phoenix Suns. You feel me? Loyalty is everything. You feel what I'm saying? And this is what we bring. When you give you um, Miami Heat, Dade County, Florida, basketball, and loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, P.J. Tucker, I think, is also going to be a, like, P, the, like even if P.J. Tucker um, gets hurt, then the crazy thing about our depth is that you got Marquise Morris coming back, who's basically like the same player. So if you have both of them, you're good, because you're going to need a big like that who could defend. 
and who's but a threat. I feel, some, I feel to, some type of way about him to um, shoot the three. You don't feel some type of way about Marquise Morris? Like, yo, you got you got Jimmy Butler that had, you know, um, tailbone injuries this season. You had Bam with the injury to his his um, finger, and they came back. You had a push by the Joker, and you've been out for about a hundred plus back, games. Back injuries a That's little bit more serious, though. though. Um, like I, you know, I don't know. You feel me? Because my whole thing is, I heard the Miami Heat said they didn't. He gonna have to earn his way back into the starting lineup. And if they saying that, that means they feel some type of way too. Even though they ain't saying nothing, even though I mean they feel some type of way. If they feel like, oh yes, yeah, whiplash and back injuries um are are a little worse, then they wouldn't be saying that. He would be in the starting lineup just like Jimmy Butler and Bam. You see how many other individuals lost minutes. Yurt seven and other individuals that been balling Yurt seven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog. Uh, he balling like a That's dog. That's like the next coming of uh, Ronnie Cycli. He don't want to go back to the G League. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, just like you know, them individuals been saying when you come to Miami, you don't want to go back to the G League. When you get that spot on the bench or on the team, you got to go ahead and take advantage of it, and that's exactly what we're doing. So, so again, Marquise Morris, the depth that we have. We have Oladipo that ain't even come back yet. Every time we jump on this podcast, we talk talk about Kyle Oladipo. Kyle Lowry has been Kyle out. Kyle Lowry, he been out with personal reasons. We could do this. That's what I'm saying. Kyle Lowry. We could go ahead and do this. You feel what I'm saying? We got we got we got individuals that could go and and and, and, and um not play the game because they got personal issues. You feel what I'm saying? Personal issues. Other teams, nah, you got to play. Nah, you got to play. That's yeah. why you want to come to Dade County because it's loyalty. It's family over here. You feel For me? Real. It's family over here. You know why they call now, Pat Riley the godfather? Because it's treated like family. Yeah, it, it is family over here. And I love the Miami Heat. You know, true and true. You see the hat. You already know what it is. But I got to talk about Dwayne Wade, man. <laughs> Dwayne Wade of yeah, go. used to be of the Miami Heat and I say used to be yes. purposely um, like he do too much I mean I don't know I feel like he, he's a little 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 different now I felt some kind of way about little the, or a lot oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt some kind of way about the um, uh, the ownership with Utah you know or whatnot. Yeah, I was doing some but um shit. but Kwame Brown, you know, ex Laker um, you know, bust, sorry to say. He well not really bust. sorry. Not, to you say. can't say he a bust. He been in the league for a minute, you feel he, me? He was still if a he was, bust because nah, 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 he, was, nah, nah. he was drafted really high and yeah, he wasn't man, no, but, he but was you, just a guy. Nah, but see, but it, it's not a bust. I don't really think it's a bust because a bust. he played in the um in the league for about nine, ten years. If you a bust, you're gonna be a one hit a quarter or two years and you gone. You feel me? But he, he was something. like what, seven points a game? He yeah, but how much bread he got? How much bread he got? Was he but able that's to, a bust? Nah, but was see, but what 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 do you call a but somebody that somebody didn't have high. nothing, somebody that didn't have nothing, and I mean, he was he able came to up. Yeah, I'm not he came say up, not to come up. See, but, but damn, like, how is a bust? If you if we talking just, about I'm us talking type about sports, vibes, man, like nah, man. you know when you nah, man. when you you saying that because high. he was drafted? He was, come like on, Darko man. Darko Milicic is a bust. You know how many people said that they couldn't get Jijana along with Jordan? Carter is a bust. I mean, 
Come on, man. You, you know, know Ryan he, Leaf is a bust. He, that's no, that's a bust. See, Ryan Leaf is a bust. He, but Ryan Leaf didn't play that much years in the NFL. He was like a one-hit acquitter vibe. Okay. You like, know what I'm saying? You can't compare thing. the same thing to Kwame, somebody that been right, in the league so, more than I 10 mean, years. Colt McCoy is a bust. He's been in the league forever, but he's not. Colt McCoy, he haven't been in the league for 10 years. No, Somebody that's in the, in the league, league for 10 years league is average. He's been in the league now, and he's still in the league now. Colt McCoy? Yes. What are you talking about? Damn. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's a Kwame Brown. He's not a Kwame Brown, man. <laughs> that's that's think, a Kwame Brown. I think Kwame Brown, you know, you know, somebody that got drafted before he even went to college is somebody that is like Kobe and, and and the LeBron James. Probably the expectations was a little higher for him or he was probably yeah. put in a bad situation. Because, look, you got Jordan. Jordan was giving him the business. I've seen certain documentaries and I've seen uh, um, players that played with, with, with Jordan and Kwame when they were actually in the Wizards and – Everybody was like, you know, Jordan and it's not saying look out for him, but Jordan, you know, treated him like trash. You feel me that you know, we, we call Jordan the greatest of all time. And you got this one over here stomping your head in verbally and this, that and the other. Like you're going to feel some type of way about yourself. Maybe not me or maybe not you because we more strong willed, more strong minded at that age. You feel me? But, again, it, it's different. You feel me? So, again, and then you go wind up going to the next Jordan. Which is Kobe? You got you 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 eat your gum like um, Jordan. You do the fadeaway like Jordan. Your everything is like Jordan. So you got another Jordan. You feel me? That when you went to the Lakers and same mentality. So you know, like at the end of the day, I can't say he a bust if he been in the league for about ten. I more can than definitely 10 years. say it. Like if you if if we draft you high, and you don't produce, and you just a guy that's just hanging around the league, not really. You know, living up to your potential to me, that's a bust. Nah, I think you know? a bust. A like, bus congratulations is... to you for making that bread and you know that yeah, generational you wealth you you may now have. Hopefully but if you, you a bust, blow it, another team but, not gonna want you. You know, like you are to me a bust. That's the definition of a sports bust to me. Okay. You know, Tim Couch. He's a bust. He was drafted number one, and he was just a guy in the league that hang around See, and was not. I feel really you one hundred percent, but damn, you talking about the Cleveland Browns? Tim Couch, Marcus Russell. Come on, man. He ain't one. Yeah, he ain't in. played too many years. But like <laughs> Vince Young, Vince Young is a bust, man. Like Vince Young is a bust, but he's not a bust because he played in the league longer than a certain period of time. Yeah, I don't like, think he's he a great. He been in the league player. like four years, four or five years. I feel. Nah, I think he was in the this league a little wasn't longer. In, in the league that long, he done got a second contract. Nah, he did. <laughs> well, even RG, know. even like if it's an injury reason, like RG three, who I love, loved as a player, loved when he played, even at Washington, he was a great player to watch. But, but he, he wound got up, injured, and like he's been out of the no, league, and it, in the league, so he's a bust too. Not yeah, he's a bust, but you know, and that's the reason why. I be understanding why players do not want to play when they injured. He was injured, and then he done got hit another time, hit legs in the air, and then, boom, he injured again. You know what I'm saying? That was the end of his career. So get paid, do your thing. I don't think it's a bust if you talk about, like, normal people vibe because we we it's we were, we're in like the thousands right now. We're Hold not in the millions yet. Hold on. We're talking about Dwayne Wade. Oh, yeah. I mean, we was going to get back to that, but it was just yeah. an interesting topic that that that, that – <laughs> you know yeah. uh branched off to like what a bust is and i still feel like kwame brown i'm sorry like congratulations to you for making the come up 
and working hard enough to stay in the league. I, you know, everybody appreciates that. But, you know, as far as the hype is concerned and what you were supposed to be, you were not that. You know, so hey, everybody uh, anyways, got he has a, a, a podcast or whatnot. And he, you know, sounded off on how Dwayne Wade allows his daughter, who really has a penis, um, <laughs> be um, flamboyant with wearing a Kobe Bryant dress on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. death. And his daughter, rest in peace. And the other individuals. And the other individuals in that, you know, tragic event. Um, and he, you know, says some things that I totally agree with. Like, Everything. I mean, like, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you're trying too hard. Trying way too hard. Uh, like, come on. I mean, it's it just seems like there's it, an it agenda was just, it was just in poor taste to me yes and um you know unfortunately i feel some kind of way for allowing something like that to happen on our watch or dade county's watch or the miami heat's watch because to me like you play for the heat your number's gonna be retired in the rafters you know it shouldn't be um, but I want you to represent the crib in a way that, you know, doesn't make me feel like I'm feeling right now. Like, come on. Like you, he I doing mean, this is one wrong. of the, this is one of the best uh, players of all time. And I started to appreciate Kobe Bryant more so, um, you know, in, in the later part of his career. I think I really, really for me, it was that that documentary. I don't know if you've seen it, where they have the audio of him talking on on the court. I'm not sure. I think it's called Kobe Bryant doing work. Like that's when I really got got a sense of what his personality was, and I was just like, "Yo, this man is a machine," um, but he's a good dude. You know, I mean, this is a guy who, who you know, was doing things the right way. You know, to on the court extent. and off the court. Look, to a certain extent, because look, at the end of the day, I didn't like Kobe when he was alive because one, he's a rival to the Miami Heat. One, two, I just can't get shake it because of him snitching on Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget the situation, and you—it's just you. Snitching on somebody that had nothing to do with what you had going on. How did he that, snitch on on Shaq? When he said, oh, you know, like, Shaq do it too. You know what I'm saying? And then him and Shawnee. Do what? Like, snatch uh, snatch other dimes. You're, you're, you're a celebrity. You're an athlete. You know, they throwing. And you're one of the greatest athletes on the court or on, on, on the football team, basketball team, hockey team, whatever. And... You know, you got all type of individuals that's ready to give it to you because of you. You are you. And, and you got caught and you wind up saying Shaq do it too to deflect from what you just did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's shady. Like, like, that's Tom and, Shady. And, and, and that's the reason 
I had a problem with him. You know what I'm saying? That is the reason why I had a problem with him. You know what I'm saying? All them other allegations, you feel me, with that other dumb, like she that that other dumb had like seven, eight, five, six, seven other semens in her. She didn't get raped by Kobe. You feel me? She was a groupie. You feel what I'm saying? And this is what we're talking about when we're talking about groupies. Groupies will smash all type of dudes or females or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? To satisfy whatever hunger they got in themselves. But, again, Kobe didn't do it, this, that, and the other. But that's not here or there. You feel me? It was resulted I'm in innocent. this, that, and the other. And he was proven innocent. I'm innocent. You know, in that regard. You feel what I'm saying? But, but again, only problem I had with Kobe was when he got in that situation with the allegations of the girl saying that she raped him and the reason why he wound up getting exonerated because how he raped you, but you got five, six, seven other dudes semen in you. You you a mutt. You feel what I'm saying? Straight straight up. You feel what I'm saying? Like 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 come on man, it's just now nah, you got somebody that got money, you trying to come up off him. You know what I'm saying? I been knew Kobe was not you know, on that. Yeah, he probably smashed a little something. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on. And him and probably plenty of other celebrities, this, that, and the other. You feel what I'm saying? But, but again, he, he ain't no celebrity that got all this money. You got all this type of vibes giving it to you for the nothing, for the freebie, just because they just been with you. That's all they want. And and, and, and now you're going to say they, they did something with you. But that's my only problem with Kobe. But. So how you really feel about. Wade. Dwayne Wade allowing his son daughter, I feel daughter like, son. No, 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 no. It's not wearing no daughter a son, man. Jersey care. dress look, look, of Kobe look, look, look. Bryant to Let pay tribute to, to Kobe. Let me explain something to you. You know, at the end of the day, God made individuals the way they were. You know what I'm saying? If, and if he was made as a male, me. And plenty of other people gonna always see you as that individual. You may be, you may want to be um, labeled as this, but I'm still gonna label you as that. It's like right now, if I say I'm a cat right now, you're gonna look at me crazy as hell. If I say that I'm a dove, if I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grizzly bear, I'm a, a you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna look at me and you're gonna be like. There's something wrong with me for feeling that type of way. Now, you could you could feel like you're whoever you want to be. It is what it is. But in this situation, when Kobe Bryant is a masculine male, someone that, that always uh, was himself, and not just that, he didn't have to change who he was to to – to to um, promote women basketball and women's sports and other stuff like that. He didn't have to 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 say that or promote this just to get that done. Nah, he was a masculine man promoting women to get up and be uplifted and certain things like that. But for Dwayne Wade and his son, me personally saying his son, I'm going to respectfully say son or daughter, however you want to be um, labeled as. I feel like it was a travesty at that particular time when you got a masculine man man as Dwayne Wade. I'm not Dwayne Wade, but Kobe Bryant passing with his daughter Gigi and the other individuals. And this is his his um anniversary of his death. And you want to wear a Kobe Bryant jersey um altered as 
a dress to support Kobe Bryant. You're thinking about yourself at that particular time because you could have wore the jersey and still been you. You know what I'm saying? You could have wore the jersey. You got, like you got um, how many individuals you see in the NBA um, as fans when they're in the stands, women and male wearing a regular jersey. You could have wore the Kobe Bryant jersey and we would have respected it whatever way. But just the plain fact that you switched it and, and altered that to a women's dress and you got plenty of individuals that feel like um, you're who you are or who God made you. It's like you're trying to bring more attention to yourself and um, – your um you know audience or your agenda to make other individuals feel you on that situation and i'm not gonna feel you and i'm gonna feel more type of ways about uh, on what agenda you're trying to push because this look what you're doing in a particular time to get your agenda um spreaded you know what i'm saying yeah. like come on you're doing too much like just Wear a regular jersey and say rest in peace Kobe Bryant, whatever, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Why you got to change it, you feel me, to bring more attention to yourself or the movement that you're trying to push? Yeah. That's what I feel. I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, um, you're pushing exactly uh, your ad agenda on on somebody who probably wouldn't be about that, you know? Exactly. Like. And th that's the thing for me too. I mean, but it is what it is. Uh, Dwayne Wade. I, I. I mean, Dude. I got. I got. I got two jerseys, and I got a Miami Wade shirt. And the Miami Wade shirt, I still wear, but in the house. <laughs> you know, like I can't wear that out. And those two jerseys, I feel like I should might as well just sell them. Yeah. You know? You doing too you much. Know, because I don't know, like I loved what he did for the Heat. While he was on the court. While he was on the court. So he's always gonna be Dwayne Wade for me. See, but think about it though. And for everybody. Like Magic but Johnson. Unfortunately, you know, he just making plays that I wouldn't make. See, but think about it though. Magic Magic Johnson, his son. Um, is I'm not sure what he um, identifies at, so I can't say. You know what I'm saying? But I don't look at Magic Johnson differently because he's not promoting what his son believes in, and everybody have a certain different belief, and it's okay. You know what I mean? If his son wants to believe in that type of lifestyle, then that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have Magic Johnson that I don't think believes in that lifestyle promoting that every chance he gets but wade on the other hand every chance he gets it seems like he wants to promote a certain agenda which make me feel some type of way about him you know what i'm saying and and, and, and again you know it's loyalty everywhere is miami like look i have individuals that i work with that that are homosexual or are transgender or whatever like that but they're just living them their life they're not one of these individuals that every chance they get every platform that they um 
get they they this is what they're promoting just be yourself you know what i'm saying and for me this is what people gonna say oh his son is being himself no you're not being yourself converting that into a, a regular jersey into something like that because you got to understand a lot of people because you're a celebrity or you're a son of a celebrity or a daughter of to a celebrity they're looking at you and your influences pe your influences are influencing people um and you're going to be like oh I didn't know I was influencing them that's being naive and that's being oh um giving the politically correct answer no you know that you're influencing people even though you don't want to be a uh, a, a celebrity or you don't want to be an influ influential person or something that people look up to or a role model when you're in a certain category or certain money bracket or you're a daughter or son to a certain celebrity you're already here when other people and other people are following your lead so if you want to live a certain life cool but why every chance you get a chance this is what you're promoting you know what i'm saying my whole thing is like, like yo, people don't care. You want to go ahead and be that person or individual. I don't know what you actually identify with, so I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm saying? But again, if that's what you identify with, cool. Nobody cares. What's the next topic? No, it's always something that has to be gravitated or a topic. Because, look, we're talking about this topic, and we shouldn't be talking about this topic. Like, come on, man. Everybody or a lot of individuals wind up um, giving their salutes and their gratitude to Kobe and Gigi for what they did to the basketball in, um, um, industry, sports industry, or sports in the whole, you know. And you are the only one that seemed to to want to wear a jersey. Your 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 topic is already controversial, and you just want to add more. To that controversial topic you know what i'm saying and i feel like you know for 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 wade this is more disrespect or more reason why i'm happy that you retired they already retired your jersey they did everything that they need to so they don't need to worry about all this other hoopla that you got in your life that's going on i hear you any other nba topics you got well not really i mean you, you 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 got um let me see you you got them saying that the golden state warriors is the is the ones to go to the finals but again we think it's the heat so it ain't really no yeah, topic we already so talked about that so um let's just talk about the NFL man why not i mean last last, last weekend to me was one of the best weekends i've ever seen in the NFL playoffs ever and this is Somebody who's basically been watching the NFL since the 80s. Yep. Hate to date myself, but I've been watching the NFL <laughs> since the 80s. Straight up. <laughs> you old as hit. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. The, I mean, this, I mean, from, from the first game to the last game, it, it was great. But first, I want to talk about, I want to talk about legacy. You know what I'm saying? Because your boy... Aaron Rodgers bat out of that's the, your boy uh, too. Of the, fan, of, of the of the NFL playoffs. That's your boy too. You can't just say my so, boy like he. Didn't pick I mean, him too. this is why I'm bringing this up okay. because my 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 mood has kind of changed or shifted about 
Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you know, because this season was supposed to be the season that you were supposed to kind of prove that that you, you know, were that guy or whatnot. And then, you know, the whole thing about, you know, duping the media about if you were vaccinated or not. Um, and then playoff town come, you likely going to be the MVP. You arguably have the best team in the NFL, arguably the best receiver, a pretty solid defense that played really well. I mean, shut the shut San Francisco out pretty much the whole game instead of a, a block punt that happened. So they only really allowed one touchdown or two. Uh, I mean, basically what I'm saying, you had a good enough defense to definitely win because they scored, what, 17 points or whatever it was. And you don't come through in the clutch. Like, at home, perfect type of weather for a Green Bay game in the snow. I mean, it was, it was, it was a nice game to watch, look at aesthetically. From a football perspective, I loved it because, you know, there was a lot of strategy involved. For the casual fan, it was probably boring because yeah, it, it was low scoring. But I liked it um, because you, no one saw that block punk coming. <laughs> Nobody saw that block punk coming at all, and then all of a sudden that turned the game on its head. So, Aaron Rodgers, where you at? You supposed to be that guy. And for me, since you didn't show up in the moment where you were supposed to show up with everything on the line and you didn't show up, to me that pushes you out of the greatest quarterback conversation no not for me you know because you only won one super bowl yeah and you had chances to make it to the super bowl on numerous occasions okay and not able to pull through so for me you're on the level of a of a drew Brees. <laughs> yeah you're on the level of a Drew Brees. That ain't making sense. Um, Dan Marino. Okay. Um, but Dan Marino don't have no rings. It doesn't ring. It's not all about rings for me. Nah, man. It's not all about rings for me. Football's but, a team sport. But you're not on the level of a Peyton Manning. You're not on the level of a Tom Brady. Come on, man. You're not on the level of uh, St Steve Young for me. You're Come not on, on the level of a John Elway for me. Come on, man. You're not on the level of a Joe Montana for me. You're not on those level. How my whole thing is how you I hear what you're saying, but I I I don't feel you on a, on some of your your points because my whole thing is one it's a different type of um, sport that's being played. Like you seeing Joe Montana, Steve Young, and Dan Marino. These individuals played when it was really football. Like I said in the last podcast, people was getting clotheslined. You know what I'm saying? When you was going against John Madden, when you were going against John Shula and them defenses, the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Palomalus, they was knocking your head off. It was a different type of um, sport that was being played at that particular time. You know what I'm saying? So so I can't agree on, on, on that because when it comes to throwing the ball and throwing all of the balls, Aaron Rodgers can do it. He's the closest that I think to Dan Marino that 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 throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? And I think Dan Marino is the greatest, even though he don't even got a ring. You know what I'm saying? 
And people gonna say, oh, I don't think Dan Marino's the greatest, though. No, I don't think I don't, he's the greatest. I don't, greatest. Put, I don't no, put Dan I don't Marino. Think, no, 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 no. I don't think Dan Marino is the greatest quarterback of all time. I think he was one of the greatest passers of all time, and that's what I think with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest passers. He could make every pass in every weather. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I feel as far as when it comes to Dan Marino. And Dan Marino didn't have a defense. No, no. He didn't have a running game when he was doing his thing. Certain teams had everything to to make it mesh and make it work to win a Super Bowl. It's not like the NBA, you feel me, where you can have one player that can go ahead and just do it like that. You feel me? Like the Jordans, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, and the certain things like that. And even Kobe, when he didn't have help, he didn't win no actual championship, even though we're talking about a different sport. But again, at the end of the day, when it comes to to uh, um, Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the best teams, one of the best quarterbacks of all time he didn't play for the best team because he already told us he didn't want to play for that team so he's not going to give you that extra if i don't f with you i'm not going to give that extra to make sure our shit work you know what i'm saying but if i f with christian then i'm going to give you my everything to make sure me and christian shit work but if if i just i'm just dealing with marcus then i'm not going to give you my heart i'm not going to give you my every inch or every breath of me you feel what i'm saying so when it comes to aaron Rodgers, like you can't say that you can but you can't you know what i'm saying because he still got more in his belt you know what i'm saying he looks like he's gonna go ahead and and go to the denver broncos and probably play for them they hired his general manager even not general manager but offices offices um um coordinator you know what i'm saying it's just like peyton manning you said peyton manning Peyton Manning, he was nothing until he wound up winning the Super Bowl later in his career, one in the Colts and one in in, in, in Denver. And that's only two Super Bowls. I think he's better than Eli Manning, but Eli Manning had a three. Huh? He won three. When he won three? Um, He won one with the Colts. I thought he won two with the Colts. One with the Colts. That's when they played over here in Miami. You feel me? They did that to um that that mm-hmm. off uh, offside that not offside but that onside kick got the um, possession back and then they won. You know what I'm saying? But like he only got two rings. You know what I'm saying? Like I think he's one of the best quarterbacks. Like to master check um checking the O line and telling them what they got to do and doing this that, and the other. Like Tom Brady stole a lot of that in in his um later part of his career from Peyton Manning. But again, at the end of the day, for you to say that that Aaron Rodgers is like mediocre or one of those, I'm not definitely not, not saying he's mediocre. If you but talk, to if you me, compare him like, to the other quarterbacks, like Drew Brees, he's like a Drew Brees to me. No, nah, Drew Brees was was a great quarterback. I mean, yeah, he, and could be like he could be there with a short a, with like uh, you talking about anomaly a short quarterback? Steve Young too, like I Same love Steve thing. Young. Steve Young is on that level with Aaron Rodgers to me. But to me, he's not better than Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, John Elway. I think, I think, I think he's on the same same um thing. The only thing is, one, I, I don't think Joe Montana and all these individuals got the personality that he have. So everybody's not gonna give everything um for him. You know what I'm saying? It's just about a check for them. You know what I'm saying? Because if I really care about you as a player, as a friend. 
there's a rather I never die for the ball today. I'm diving. You know what I mean? Not just for the win. You know what I'm saying? Like because you, you my peoples. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me, I'm thinking about it financially wise. If I dive, I probably break something. Nah, I ain't diving. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, if, I if I really care about you in our relationship, that I'm diving. You know what I'm saying? Same like you. Oh, I'm not gonna throw it cross in the middle because I don't want him to get his head taken off. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna send it to somebody else in the middle because we got that relationship. Me and him don't got that relationship. He get injured, then I guess that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So again, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, because a lot of people look at him funny because, you know, he if he think he's the smartest person in the, in in the building, he's gonna make you feel that way. There's a lot of people in the building that always feel that they smart the smartest person in the building, but they don't make you feel that way. He make you feel that way, so that's why people don't like you. You know what I'm saying? But it's understandable. You, like he 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 really can throw every ball. He really is one of the smartest individuals in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. If I'm rich, I don't want you to tell me, let you know that I'm rich. I'm just chilling with you. But if I'm shoving it in your face, then you're not gonna like me. Trust me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and but that's how, what it is with Aaron Rodgers. How how you was feeling though, because I know you picked them to. I felt some type of way. I know you because I know you picked them to win the Super Bowl. I felt some type of way because I'm just like, like you can't do anything. I'm like you at the crib, you know you got everything in your favor, but then I'm one of those individuals that if I knew that they always lost. <laughs> To that team, I would have picked uh, um, San France. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if we play four that, times, that's the, that's the same thing that's going to happen in the NFC Championship. There game. you go, San, San France and the Rams. They has, beat them like five, six times. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 but, but if I would have known that when when I was actually picking or brought that into my attention, I would have went with San France just because history history shows. You feel me? You got certain organizations, history-wise, yeah. they're known, known failures. History-wise, they're going to make the wrong decision. History-wise. See, that's why different topic, but Cleveland Cavaliers, when LeBron won that championship for them, history, they trash. So when he did it for them, his legacy is silt just because of that. Yeah. Forget what he did with the Lakers. Just for that, they're going to build you a statue. There, there you go. You know what I'm saying? So, again, when it comes to the NFL, certain teams are trash. Certain teams are winners. The Giants, even though they're down right now, they're winners. Not the Jets. Not the Buffalo Bills. You know what I'm saying? The Miami Dolphins. Not the the the, the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? So, again, when it comes to certain things, Green Bay, like, how many Super Bowls do they win? Did they win? They got well, one with Ran Rodgers and one with Brett Favre. Exactly. But you got Lombardi. You got the Lombardi Trophy. They named it after him. Where was, where was he coaching? Green Bay. He ain't winning shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's still. Wait, who didn't win shit? Shit. Uh, um, like the Green Bay Packers. What do you mean? Lombardi. Did he win a trophy? Yeah, of course he did. See, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm Lombard- saying. That's why you they only named said the, the Packers and, and, and Brett Favre. Lombardi oh, been dead. No, nah, they won the first and second Super Bowls. 
Okay, so all right, first and second Super Bowl. Super Bowl one and Super Bowl two was to Green Bay, but before that, they won like a bunch of NFL championships. Before like the NFL was doing the Super Bowl, it was just the NFL and not. It was really the NFL and the AFL. It don't count. It don't count. That's just like with Will Chamberlain. Was it Will Chamberlain? I think that shit counts because it was like they was dominating. Those days, yeah. See, but that's the reason why they got their their aura. You know what I'm saying? The San yeah. Francisco 49ers, they got their aura. The the certain teams got that aura about them. Cleveland Browns, never. Uh, uh, certain teams, that the Jacksonville Jaguars, you ever remember them being good? I mean, with Mark Brunel? <laughs> no, I'm saying win, win the Super Bowl. Oh, nah, they've never won. That's one. what I'm saying. Certain organizations, they're they team. known they, for being they, trash. They're, they're new. They, they was only existing since 97. The Tennessee Titans, Houston Oilers, you remember them winning the Super Bowl? Nah, they they never won one. See, that's what I'm saying. Trash. You know what I'm saying? They made it with Steve McNair that that one year. You know? So (laughs) Titans. But hey, it is what it is. I I I. But yeah, so yeah, so San Francisco ends up beating Green Bay uh, last week, so they move on to the NFC Championship game. Um. So yeah, we we already basically talked about that game. The other game was in the NFC was Tampa Bay and the Rams. Man, that that game was was crazy too because I know we was texting back and forth when it was going on. Like the Rams was trying to find any way Dude. to lose this game. <laughs> I'm like, <what>? <laughs> like <laughs> I never seen anything like that in my life. I was like, yo, they were about to go for basically the game clinching type of touchdown early, and dude fumbles the ball. Because his head didn't touch the ground I was saying this before written. the ball came out. I was like, what the hell? I was like, it was written. the craziest way to get a fumble. And then the same dude, our boy, Cam, Cam Akers, by the way, <laughs> you know, um, like fumbled the ball in the critical moments. If you had like one or two first downs, the game is over. Or just keep the ball. You did the absolutely worst thing you couldn't do, which was fumble the ball. Not Kansu strips you from it. I'm like, yo, what is going on? So I was starting to think like you was thinking at that point. I was like, yo, maybe this shit is rigged for mm-hmm. real, <laughs> you know. And then, you know, Matt Stafford, which was weird. Like, how you gonna let the best player, the best wide receiver in the league this year? just get a free release down the seam like down the middle like i understand maybe you didn't think he was gonna do it from the slot position but like come on he's cooper cup they didn't think you it know? was gonna be so quick you and then he just beats him and catches that ball i'm just like damn wow that it was just an amazing ending uh so the rams end up beating tom brady tom shady um and the bucks do not go back to back but what's funny is, like, temp- the last year the Super Bowl was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. This year, the Super Bowl is in L.A. Really? Yeah. Where in L.A.? The 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 new stadium that they built out there for the Rams and the <laughs> so Chargers. The Rams, the Rams is going to the damn. Yeah, the new there, stadium right? out there, which looks amazing, by the way. I'm like, damn, if I ever make it to L.A., I, I need to go to that stadium because it's, it's kind of open. looks crazy. Um, so... The the crazy thing too about that though mm-hmm. is like the Super Bowl is in California and you got two 
teams that are in the state of California that are get you. So you guaranteed a team from California to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm like, is this shit rigged for real? <laughs> like, come on, like. You got San Francisco 49ers who, who got a great fan base. They travel well because of those days in the 80s. You got a lot a lot of people are fans of Joe Montana and Steve Young. And now they see San Francisco maybe going back to the Super Bowl for the you know second time in three years, by the way, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and then you got the Rams who that's their home stadium. You know, like you trying to. Like, either way, it's the perfect scenario for the NFL, and it just seems so convenient and coincidental that that's how that's going to happen. I ain't saying it's a, it's a conspiracy, but, you know, I'm just saying. Me, personally, like, when that when that, that referee in the NBA came out saying shit was rigged and he got locked up and went to jail, I knew he was not just the only individual in the world in sports that were on some funny shit or some cheating shit. Yeah. Now we going to the NFL. I promise to you. It was rigged for Tom Brady, Tom Shady, to go back to the Super Bowl and retire like Peyton Manning did on top. Like Ray, Ray Lewis did on top. Like John, John Elway did on, on top. top. <laughs> So, so when I was seeing that, I just couldn't believe it. It was play after play, moment after moment. I'm like, and the first one, I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then the second one, and then the third, I'm like, nah, this is rigged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, then when they wind up still losing, I'm just like, you know, the Rams is. You know, or the Tampa Bay Bucks are the biggest gooks in the world, you know, because the refs, when it come to penalties, when it came to the fumbles, when it came to everything, it was going for the Bucks. But, you know, it's just, you know, you know, karma, yeah. you know, always come back to you, you know. Tom Shady was cheating for years when he was New England. He got one showing the world that, yeah, I know y'all think that I'm a cheater, but I did it without the, the, the head cheater in charge, Dark Vader. <laughs> and Bill Belichick, right? So you're gonna hate him more than you hate me. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? I'm gonna give you more of my personality, more this, that, and the other. And but I still don't like you. Still don't like you. I'm still gonna call you Tom Shady. Um, there's rumblings that you're probably gonna retire, and I I can't wait till you lose. But um, I mean retire because you already lost. But in regards to the San Francisco and the Rams game, just because what you alluded to earlier as far as what it was played in Tampa and he won and now it's in LA and you got two teams that's playing in the championship game so you got one LA team got that's going to make it I think it's built for somebody in LA to win it um you got Kansas City that already got a ring so so before we talk about them like who you think is going to win San Francisco or the Rams I think I think I want to say I want to say San Francisco because they won the last five, maybe six games. But just because you had Matthew Stafford, someone that hasn't had a ring, you got Von Miller, you got Aaron Rond- or Aaron Donald that doesn't have a ring, Jalen Ramsey that doesn't have a ring. 
I think they're going to win the game, even though history says that San Francisco is going to win the game. I think that the Rams are going to win because they beat one of the greatest cheaters of all time in Tom Shady, Hall of Famer, and why not win the Super Bowl when you beat Tom Shady? You beat Tom Shady and you beat Garoppolo. Yeah. And then who's and then you wind up being it, we said say it's probably gonna be Kansas City, right? Like, well, I think it, since last week, I think it's still gonna be Kansas City, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that would be a good thing to lament his legacy because, like I said, when it came to Tannehill, his legacy is that he's trash, <laughs> <laughs> and he proved this point. You know what I mean? When it comes to, to when it comes to 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 uh, Matthew Stafford, he could be considered one of the best quarterbacks out here if he win one Super Bowl. Right, exactly. He needs that because he had Megatron. He's, he's he's like he's like Steve Young. That's what I'm saying. Steve Young was this great quarterback for a long time, and it was like, ah, oh, but he don't got the Super Bowl, and then he finally won the Super Bowl, and then now he's considered, one you know, one of the greatest, greatest ever. So he's yeah, still got his chance. Yeah, I mean, he still got his chance, and I agree with you a hundred percent. Now I know history says that San Francisco is gonna win this game, but like. I've been picking against San Francisco every round, <laughs> and they keep proving me wrong. I'm like, God damn it, man. You know, you were supposed to lose that first game. You are supposed to lose to Green Bay, and now you're supposed to lose against the Rams. You know, I'm still going to go against you because somebody has to figure this out, and the Rams, to me, are built to win. This team is a team built to win all around. You got a number one corner. You got a number one D tackle. You got potentially a number one linebacker in Vaughn Miller. Um, And you have a number one receiver and, you know, a a veteran quarterback who's, who's done it and who wants this more than anything you already know. Um, so, and they playing at home, potential to play in the Super Bowl at home again. You have to be able to figure out Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is not, Jimmy G as we call him, is just not versatile enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you should be able to game plan against him at least because their running game is okay. It's the thing, and you know, it's just it's the fact that Debo Samuel is a kind of a hybrid player. There's this new hybrid player that's coming up in the NBA. I mean, in, in the NFL, I mean. And the reason why I know about it is because it's through fantasy football. Because you got these players now that are wide receiver running backs. You got him and you got Corderell Patterson, who's another one of these wide receiver running backs. They use them equally as a wide receiver and running back, and you never know what they're going to really do. So it just adds another wrinkle to offenses to have this versatile type player, you know, um, that can line up as a running back or wide receiver. Debo Samuel, quarterback pass. And I've seen this season, these two have been consistent all year as to mixing up the plays. So if you could just game plan against him, then you should be okay. You should be well enough where you can score points to win this game. As long as you don't have stupid 
situations. Maybe that last game was supposed to happen for them so they can realize, hey, we could lose a game for doing something real stupid because mm-hmm. they was up 27 to 3, was it? Yep. 27 to 3. I was like, oh, no. Like, in my mind, I was like, don't don't tell me that Tom Brady's going to come back from 27-3? Really? He's going to come back from 27-3 after he did this in the Super Bowl already and do it again. I was like, and when I seen that ball fall in Cooper Cup's hand, I was like, thank you, Jesus. You know, <laughs> thank you because... Come on, man. Like, Tom Brady, I give you your flowers. You're one of the best of all time. But at the same time, I don't want to continue to see you win. I want to see a different story. I want to see a different storyline. This Matt Stafford thing, to me, is a great storyline. Even Patrick Mahomes winning another one is a good storyline. Even if the Bengals somehow win something, that'd be a great storyline. A team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl since 88. So that was a storyline I did not want to see. A back-to-back championship with Tampa Bay? Come on, man. Like, no. Don't want to see that at all. So, so yeah, I think the Rams will win this game. And how the game is going to turn out, who knows? I have no idea how it's yeah, going to turn out. You can't even, like, predict how that game is going to turn out. Based on what you saw last weekend, you don't know nothing. You think you know something, but you don't know nothing <laughs> because anything can happen with, within a blink of an eye. Although, you know, most of our most of my picks was correct. You know, I had except for the Green Bay game. That was yeah. the only one, you know, um, but you had the bills, too. Uh, but I had Kansas City. <sighs> but that but that but the thing is that game. It was bullshit, too. <laughs> that game was literally a coin flip, and it literally came down to a coin flip. See, but my you know? whole, see, but my whole thing is when you play prevent defense, this is not Madden. Wait, before we get into the game, well, who you think is going to win the um San Francisco? The oh, what was the score though? The Rams. I think the Rams going to win by by field goal. Rams by field goal. Yeah, I, um, I say six. Let's just say six just for fun or five. Rams by six? No, Rams. Okay. <laughs> Rams, you know, like 26 to 20 type shit. Okay, yeah. Um, so what was you going to say about um that game, Kansas City uh, and, the, and the Bills? I mean, the Kansas City um and the, and the Bills game, like, I think that was some, some bullshit, to be honest with you, like. <laughs> Like, my homeboy called me because he had hollered at me to bet, you feel me? And I want him money on the other game, you know what I'm saying? And he was already like, damn, <laughs> I'll show you how to text after. He was like, damn, when I told him to call me Western Domus because I can see the future. <laughs> he was like, that's law, you feel me? Because <laughs> he see what I was saying, you know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, when they wind up coming back to win the game, and, and I'm just looking at the defense that they actually playing. The defense that y'all played the whole game was holding and, you know, keeping it close. Like, they jump into a prevent defense, and one of the persons that was supposed to be rushing didn't even rush. You know what I'm saying? That gave him more time in the pocket. I'm like, come on. That makes no sense. Prevent defense doesn't work like Madden in real life. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Like in Madden, you good. You yeah. know what I mean? In real life, it doesn't work. But and when that, that individual or that team got two timeouts, like come on, man. I'm looking at that game and they got one of the most explosive wide receivers in the game. He did his hang thing, and then one of the uh, one of the best tight ends in the game did his thing. Just two plays. That's all they needed. Yeah. And then when we get into overtime, we 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 we. This is what we do to y'all. Like, come on, man. Like, what's going on, man? That yeah. really pissed me the hell off. You feel what I'm saying? Because like, I called the score. I said that they were gonna win by three, and and they was up by three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like. What's going on? I was thinking that shit too. I was like, "Damn, Wes is gonna let me know." <laughs> and I was like, "But at the same time, like, let's put this shit in perspective. It was thirteen seconds. That's yo. what I'm saying. Thirteen seconds left. Come on, man. From the twenty-five, they, they somehow, it's... yo, it, it was. Matter. They somehow <laughs> get into field goal range, kick a field goal, tie the game, overtime. They win the coin flip because I I mean I'm gonna say something about these overtime rules. They've they some BS, bro, because like I always love the college football yeah, um overtime because I think it's perfect because every team gets a chance and then you have to go for two after two touchdowns. You know, it's like it's it's logic. I mean, and I don't need the special teams because special teams is dangerous anyway. You already played a full game. Mm-hmm. You don't need special teams. You know, from the twenty-five, you know, make a touchdown, make a score. I gotta match you. That's but, it. But you know the NFL. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't shit. make a lot of sense for people in the NFL. They want to do it the way they got the overtime rules is so it's stupid for me. Like you get the you get the coin toss, you score a touchdown, you win. But if you get the coin toss, you score a field goal, then the other team gets a chance. Like, what? Come on. Like, they scored a field goal or they scored a touchdown. I can't match a touchdown? You, t- you telling me I can't match a touchdown? See, but that's what they're saying. They're basically <laughs> like, that's, saying. That's, that's what doesn't make no sense to me. So saying. I actually felt bad for, for Buffalo, you know, which is crazy because I loved – I feel like Josh Allen to me is like – I mean, I know I said it before – in the last podcast, I'm like, Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks, but he still, to me, through these playoffs, even made me surprised. Like, damn, you doing all this for real? You know, like, because he had every chance to win that game and probably should have won that game with that last touchdown with 13 fucking seconds left. <laughs> like, come on, you think the game is over. There was a lot of controversy, like, oh, they should have squibbed the kick or whatnot. They should have, though. Like, yeah, but, like, like at five, the same time, the like, it's 13 seconds. You don't think, like, somebody's going to get into field goal range with two plays. See, but ain't that how it normally happens? What you don't think is going to happen, happen? Yeah. So I mean, when you wind up playing not to lose, you lose the game? Yeah, I feel you. That almost happened to the, to, the, to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, it did. You know what I'm saying? It did. You got to, like, yo, like, you got to play your defense the whole game. And we're in position because we're playing what we've been playing the whole game. And as soon as you change that, that's when you lose. You changed it to prevent defense. This is not Madden. One. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then two, you didn't squib kick. That would have took like five, six seconds off the clock. It's not like he would it would have squid kipped and he would have just needed where he was at. Right, exactly. He would have ran until he got tackled 
And even if you would have made it to like the 35, 40 yard line, it still would have been like seven seconds left on the clock. Yeah, we get so that's one, one play, play pretty much. <laughs> one <know>? play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, it's just day, it's so. just crazy. I mean, like Buffalo, I feel deserved to win that game. They did better than Dallas. Um, yeah, of course. With the time ma- time management. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you feel me? But, but uh, I think they had all their timeouts though, so it's like okay, you know. Um, so, so yeah, Kansas City f- finds a way to beat Buffalo in an amazing game. Like that's that's a game like. Probably thirty years from now, I'll be watching as an old man. Like, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that like was a good game. Though. It was it was a dope game that I, I probably think watch again. Have another game as good as that. that yeah, that's what, the th- that's what I'm saying. Like that that was like the Super Bowl because to me those were the two best teams. To me, like those were the two best teams left, and it was supposed to be Green Bay, but obviously they proven fraudulent. Um, and then the other game. You know, we had Cincinnati and Tennessee. You know, Cincinnati pulled it off. Pulled it off. I mean, they didn't look great offensively. It actually was opposite of what we said because we were like, yo, if it's a close game, we like Tennessee. It was a close game and a low-scoring game. and But Cincinnati, who we both picked, um, still ended up winning. See, but they said the referees had a, had a uh, was a factor in that game because they blew the whistle. When he was running out of bounds, when Burrow was running out of bounds, they blew the oh, whistle, yeah, I heard, I heard and about then they that. scored a touchdown. And some of the defenders said they stopped playing because they heard the whistle, and that was one of the plays that made them actually score. So I don't know, but they still won. It don't matter. Hey. Yeah. I mean, it still should be a fun game because it was a fun game in uh, like the last, maybe second to last week of the season. They played each other, and Cincinnati won that game. With a field goal at the last last moment, so it was a great game as well. So that could potentially be a great game as well. You know, um, the other game, I'm not sure. It could be a LA. I feel I feel like it could be a Rams blowout or a Rams close win, or you know maybe somehow San Francisco wins close. I but I don't see a San Francisco blowout at all. I think this game be- could go anyway. I think it's <laughs> gonna. I think both going both both games are gonna be a close game. Now, me, I think Kansas City going to win that game, right? But I'm over here like devil's advocate. Like, what would you say if Cincinnati won against <laughs> Kansas City? Even though I know we both going to pick Kansas City. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We already said they was going to go to the Super Bowl. We thought they were going to go against Aaron Rodgers. Now, let's just say Cincinnati Bengals win, beat Kansas City. One of the greatest minds in Andy Reid, one of the greatest quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes, offensive-minded um, 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 team. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say that they were to win and go to the Super Bowl. What would you say? Like, what would you say about <laughs> Burrow? You feel I me? I mean, like, it, it would be crazy to happen. I mean, Cincinnati in, in the Super Bowl, nobody thought that. I mean, come on. Joe Burrow coming off an ACL injury last season. Who are you root for? rookie season was last season. It's only a second year in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looked great before he got injured. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked great. It's just the team wasn't all together yet. He was losing close games. I mean, it would be like, damn. 
too bad Tua is not Burrow because because <laughs> <laughs> he's not, man. Because Burrow in his second year is possibly – I mean, he's in the AFC Championship game, and it's because of him. It's not like they have a great defense. I mean, their defense is solid, but it's, it's definitely a, because of him that they're in. Dolphins defense, but – Right. It, I mean, it, it, they definitely are in there because of him, you know. Um, it'd be a crazy story because he would be – he had he would have potential to be one of these greatest players of all time, simply because he's won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. He was the number one draft pick in the league. He won the he won the 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 championship. Don't forget that. And he won the national championship in college, mm. <laughs> which is only like a few players ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Marcus Allen did it, and because of you. So the same reason why he's in the playoffs is because of him. And the same reason why he won the national championship is because of him. So that basically will show you what kind of category that he's actually in. Now, Charles let, Woodson is another one, won the Heisman, won the national championship in college, and won a um, – But did they win it because of him, though? Super Bowl. Did they win it because of him, though? You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's the – Like, yeah. that's the thing. They, Burrow won it in, in the championship because of him. Well, he yeah he he won a Heisman. He and was a he Heisman. was a defensive back. He was he was and a punt returner. He changed the game. All right, now let me He's go the ahead only and, defensive and, player and, to win the Heisman. And put a little bit more sauce on this. Let's just say he was to win that game, right? Who would you root for? Would you root for him in the Super Bowl? No matter what team makes it to the, in, 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 in on the other side in the NFC. Would you root for Burrow if it's the Rams or is if it's the San Francisco? I mean, the only uh-oh. reason why I wouldn't is because I picked Kansas City to win and I want to be right. You know oh. what I'm saying? That's the only reason. <laughs> but they're already out, so you have to change. Kansas we already City. thought we we thought Green Bay was gonna win. They out, no, so. I I thought Kansas. I picked Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. Well, at least to you make it in the Green finals. Bay. So I picked Kansas City. Um, you picked Buffalo to win because remember yeah, you picked man. Buffalo last week. Yeah, man. Um. So, yeah, I picked Kansas City to win the Super Bowl, so that's the only reason. But other than that, yeah, I like the story. I already told you I like the uniforms. I already told you the first Super Bowl I seen was Cincinnati in it. And they was doing icky shuffle, you know, mm-hmm. like the icky <laughs> shuffle was like a thing. I was like, yo, this this is a cool team. Me watching it when I was a JIT. So, I, I you know, I kind of have this affinity, I guess, for them because it was the first team I really was rooting for in the Super Bowl that wasn't the Giants back in those days. Okay. Yeah, because I used to live in New York, so I used to root for the Giants when I was like real legit, and then I moved to Miami and I became a Dolphins fan. Loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, so yeah, it'd be crazy to, to, to see a, a player like that because it would be almost on the same trajectory of Patrick Mahomes. That's why it's kind of perfect that they're meeting in the Super Bowl right now because in Patrick Mahomes' second year starting, he won the Super Bowl. So, so he could be on that same track, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, so yeah, those those that that game should be great. It should yeah. be a great game. I think it's that's the late game, right? I hope it's the late it game. Should be. And out with the older. Well, no, nah, it's new. not the late game because the other game's on the West Coast. So that's actually the early game at three on Sunday. Out with the old and with the new. You got Tom so, Brady and all them. You feel me? Thinking that, so well, we got Kansas City and the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City, which was crazy because you remember that game on Monday night? There was like this Monday night game where it was like 54 to 53 mm-hmm. Rams and Chiefs. Nah, I don't remember that. That was the that was the, yeah, 
that was the end because I was like, yo, if this was the Super Bowl, it'd be crazy. And it was crazy, crazy stuff going on, like fumble returns for touchdowns, pick sixes. It was just it was a crazy have a game. game just like that. Hopefully we get a Super Bowl <laughs> like that because last year was kind of boring. I didn't even remember it. You know, I, I, I literally didn't remember the team that Tom Brady beat. You know, I was like, who did they even play? Yeah, it was KC, but I don't remember the Super Bowl. I don't remember what happened. What was the drama, you know? I actually remember the drama with Kansas City, San Francisco, because San Francisco was up, and Patrick Mahomes led them back to win. I remember that one, which was the year before, but I had no idea what what went on. So so we got the Rams and KC. You want to pick now or we wait? I mean, Yeah, we might as well wait because we got two weeks. Yeah, we will will wait because we don't know the outcome of this week, but yeah. I mean, regardless of the fact, I think it's, it's out with the old and in with the new. I mean, there's rumblings that Tom Brady's probably going to retire. You know, you got Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think he's going to retire, to be honest. If he do, if he don't, I don't want to see him no more. Because I've seen the documentary. I watched the shit. Because, like I said, my, my lady is from Boston, and she was like, oh, I want to watch it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is probably a way to bond. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's actually a football documentary. You want right, to watch right, it? Why not? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? You're like, why not? Okay, well, okay whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I watched it and I was just like, all right, you know, like this dude, he's on some, like, really some natural type vibe right now. Like, what we be on? And you started with the eating, eating and you, like the, 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 you know, the hating that you And I'm just you like, damn, okay, gone. I don't think. That I hate him as much. I don't know. Yeah, that too. I didn't want to admit it, so I'm glad you said it and not me. I didn't want to admit that part, but the the part about retiring, it's like, yo, he's a maniac. He's like Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Like I was listening to an interview with with uh, that uh, uh, reporter had with 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 uh, Kobe Bryant, and I was just like, yo, dude is a maniac because he was saying like, yeah, I wake up at like 5 a.m. You know, every day. You know, and then the show is in the morning and he was like yeah this show is like at eight like what have you done since five and he was like oh you know just you know been working out i already did got a little you know weight workout in you know Mm -hmm. i jogged around a little bit you know and i was like spent some time with the kids and i was like i was like damn you did all of all of that before eight (laughs) o'clock i was like damn like this dude is like a maniac some of these really successful people in sports like in in anything pretty much it's like the maniacs are what they do and like tom brady and kobe bryant i think are, are cut from the same cloth and i don't see him retiring yet because i think kobe bryant retired because i felt like he finally realized there was a drop in his production in that last year and he he couldn't really help his team win anymore. And Tom Brady, I think, feels he can still help his team win. It's not about that no more. Because he almost did. It's not about if his that no defense more. would would just stop them look, for, man. like, not getting the bomb with Cooper Cup, look, 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 they would have went into overtime in that game. I agree. But happy ho- a happy spouse, happy house. His <laughs> wife is tired of seeing him get hit. She said that. His kids are getting older, so it's time to bond with them now. So even though you feel like you can go ahead and do this right now, me as your wife, 
the mother of your children that's older now, that understands. It's time to bond with their ass before they get the hell up out this crib. <laughs> yeah. It's time for us to really spend time with each other while we're young. Still, you're old, but you're young. You're old if you're talking about sports. You're young still because she's a supermodel. She's not a supermodel no more because she's not 20. You're not Tom Brady, G. Golly Wiz of the early 2000s. <laughs> and your kids are older. It is time to spend time with them. And it's time to move on and go on to your next side of your legacy before it's too late because this is a time where a lot of people are transitioning you got brandon marshall chad johnson all these individuals you know with their own podcasts and this that and the other you feel what i'm saying it's time for the dip you got the peyton mannings and his brother they got their own little vibe it's time for you to make that play now before these individuals that played with you get really uh they're already in front of you right now but because you're the GOAT, supposedly, everybody's going to gravitate to whatever you got going on, no matter if they started a year or two years before you. So you need to do this now. Spend time with your kids. Come to the crib. Beat this thing down sometimes because there's some cobwebs down there. <laughs> you feel me? And it's time to just relax and spend this money that we got. So, I understand what you're saying. He still got that fire in his butt. He still could do this, that, and the other. But it ain't about him no more. It is not about him no more. I know this now because I got a kid now. It ain't nothing about me no more. You know what I'm saying? It's walking the dog, worrying about him. <laughs> and if I get a chance to do something that I want to do, that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now he got that opportunity. And I think that, look, Giselle ain't playing no more. You feel me? Like, come on, man. It's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you won a ring last year. It is what it is. You you seen the documentary already. It's just yeah. like with John L. Uh, 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 um, John Madden. You got a documentary, he dies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got a documentary, he your career is over. You feel me? And that's how it's going to go. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Damn, uh, you just put that in perspective. So maybe he is going to retire. Maybe he is, but I don't know. I think he'll stay one more year. Bro, I don't want to see him no more. I know I you don't want to see him, see him, no, him more. no more. I'm I'm done. I mean, you, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm done. But what else we got, though? For this week? Mm, the album reviews? <laughs> you got a little album review now. Like... <laughs> Hey, look, this is going to be a new segment on the Mark West Sports Podcast where we give a little album review on the latest albums that recently came out. It may be a month, two, three months old, depending on, um, you know, the quality of music, where they at, are in the charts, you know, right now. Um, me, I want to go ahead. I'm going to talk about the real GOAT, you feel me, of the younger individuals in yeah, the industry. Me, I think Kodak is the is the GOAT. I think Kodak, Nightmares Baby, when he came out. You see everybody listening to Super Gremlins. You know, when we I'm said I'm Super Gremlins, you like, who's seen that? I like Kodak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, yo, 
you know, I think he's number number five. He was number six last week. I think he's number two or number one this week on the charts. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the crazy thing is he not even it's not even an album that he came out with. It's like a mixtape with him and some artist that's under his sniper game um um label. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing is the songs that everybody's vibing to and making money off of and listening to is all of the Kodak Black songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just like <laughs> just just like anything, though. Like when, when Gucci Mane comes out with those type of albums where it's a bunch of a bunch of his boys on it. But the ones that he's on <laughs> is the ones that's fire. Like, yo. You know what I'm and Lil Wayne back in the day, like when he was doing the squad shit, like he was trying yeah. to put his boys on. But the one that he was, was on was the one that was fire. <laughs> You know that is what it is, but man, I, I'm, 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 I, I like what I see from from Kodak for sure, though. Um, like, but I listened to, to NBA YoungBoy. That that was the album that I listened to, in in the ones that we were trying to I review try. colors. And I was like, mm, like, I, how should we, how should we rate this? Because I was thinking of like doing like five mics type shit, like with the with I mean, the source. Was, I'm doing a one through ten. Because I you I think you got more flexibility where because. You know, it's very subjective. Like you could go anywhere from one to ten. Like five, five. I think one to ten. I don't know. I feel like that's too many. Like I feel like one to five is good. Five would be straight. Cause like one to ten, you could give them like a hundred percent would be an A, right? Seventy five percent. But how likely you gonna give an album a three or four or five? Like not likely. You probably the most of the time it's gonna be like seven, eight, nine, maybe ten. You know, like I, I likely you're too. not gonna rate somebody a three. That's kind of true. Four, you know? unless true. they that, just that trash. Means that, that means that's just straight garbage. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you might as well name it a, a one or a zero. You know, I if mean, it's that trash. <laughs> what would you? What, so, so you know, grading it. All right, if we gonna grade it on five mics, yeah. I one mean, to, 10. to me, like, and you could do halves. Let's just do yeah, halves. Yeah, half like, is like your average. So to me, I, I I'd give it to me like first of all like <laughs> did you listen to the whole this? album. First of all, that's the first question. Did you? Yeah, listen to I the listened whole to the whole album. Not the whole album. album. I listened to a few out um, like five six songs. I listened to to the whole album, and I was just like, mm. and there's some songs that I'm like, okay, I, I can vibe with this, I can vibe with that, but it was mostly kind of like the slower ones, like the ones that like. I feel like you you tried to like have a uh, meaning or content with it. The other regular ones, I'm just like, mm, I can't I can't mess with these. So to me, it's 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 like a three or maybe a two and a half to me. Like that that type of album, you know, for me, like it really doesn't. It's not something I'm gonna listen to again. Like I may say, <laughs> I, I I may listen to some of the like some of the main ones or I may recognize them in the club when I'm in it like or mm. at a brunch or something I'm like oh okay I remember that song from that album but nah that's not something I'm really gonna listen to again NBA Youngboy like here. lyrically he's not that guy to me like lyrically like I don't hear stuff that like I'm like yo okay this this has it's clever or or, or it's thought provoking or good punchline that's not what I hear from Kodak Black. Kodak Black, I'm, I hear funny. I hear funny shit. One, 
I hear real shit that, okay, and I hear clever, like, wordplay, like, Sniper. word, put, like, oh, okay, so you really <laughs> thought that out to put that together, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, there's some thought behind that, where young boy, he's just, oh, nah, he's, he's not, he's one of them trap stars, I guess, these days that I, I don't, I, I just kind of put in a box. I, yeah, I agree. He's 100%. one of those guys I just put in a box, and if I heard you, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if it was you, to be honest. Unless somebody told me, "Okay, this is NBA young boy," I wouldn't recognize your voice because because some other guys sound just like you. See, yeah. I, and that, I agree a hundred percent. You know, I, when when Chris was telling me to listen to it, and before you got here, I was kind of saying the same thing. I'm like, I tried to listen to <laughs> his his album, like you know, when I was outside, you know, just chilling, listening to the music. You know, and I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? And you know me, like I like majority of all my rappers that I really grew up on was the BG, Soldier Slim, C Murder, you feel me? New Orleans rappers, you feel what I'm saying? Like I get that more from Kodak than I get that from NBA Youngboy. You feel me? Yeah. Like like and Kodak is not even from New Orleans or Baton Rouge or whatever like that. Just Louisiana, period. You feel what I'm saying? He give me more cadence to what he's rapping about. Like um, he could rap fast, he could rap slow, he could yeah. rap about this, he could rap about that. When it comes to NBA Youngboy, it comes to, like, for me, the songs that I heard, you know, and Chris had gave me uh, a few more songs that was more like, you know, him, like, saying, like, some real shit, you feel me? But I wasn't feeling it, you feel what I'm saying? Like, uh, like come on, man. Like, I, I like me, like I said when, 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 before you got here, I was like, I re, he reminds me of Meek Mills, you feel me? Meek Mills just going to go ahead and yell on a track. But when it comes to NBA Youngboy, it's just he's just rapping. He's not, you feel what I'm saying? When it comes to Kodak, I look at him like an artist that's rapping, you feel me? That's going to paint a certain pictures for me, whereas as far as what NBA Youngboy, he's just rapping. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? It's not trash, but you just rapping. Kodak, you feel me, is an artist or somebody that I see like like really is painting the picture. And he got a crazy thing. He got a song paint called Painted Pictures. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I can really see and visualize what he's talking about when he's rapping without having to rewind and like what did he say? And what did he say? And right. you know what I'm saying? Like, like again, on some on, on, on some sign on 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 some um tracks he he can be as real as the J. Coles and the Kendrick Mars, but he's not going to give you that type of, you know, like New Yorking or type of rap, but he's going to speak that real shit. And as far as what NBA Youngboy, you may speak some real shit, but I don't even know you speaking real shit without listening to it 10 times. Whereas Kodak, I could hear the real shit the first time I actually right. hear it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So for me, um, when it comes to Nightmare Babies um, that he dropped, um, like again, you got super gremlins. You got super gremlins. You got another song, um, Halloween Kill Bill. What are you scoring and, it? What's your score on Kodak's? Cause, on the Kodak cause song, you, cause on the Kodak song. You really listen to the NBA Young Boys. You I listen, listen to like five but songs. It, I. I already know it's not gonna change the way I feel if I listen to the rest of the, yeah, the music. So you feel me? Really so NBA it. Young Boy, I'll give him like maybe two and a half. Two yeah, but you ain't listen to it. But what do you give Kodak? Kodak, his songs, album, the album, the album. album I would give like a three. But if you're talking about his individual songs on that, because you remember it was not his album, it was yeah, like yeah, for his yeah. artists. Right, if you're talking about his songs, I'll give about four and a half, five. How many songs he got that's just his on there? 
the ones that I um what he got like four, four or five songs? He got like five yeah. songs. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? I think he got one. Cause remember, this is an album review. You got we talking about the overall album. He got killing the rats, killing the rats. That's hard. He got Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue is with um, um, Petey Pablo, which is hard as hell. You know, he got Petey Super Pablo's Gremlin. Still out here right? doing yeah, I'm gonna let North y'all listen Carolina. to that track. <laughs> that track is hard as hell. Um, the Halloween and Bill Kill, hard as hell. Everybody know about Super Gremlins. Like every time you jump in your car or so or the you album, know. you give a, what two and a half. The album, I'll give it three. Three. But the but the but the Kodaks, his individual four him, and a half. I'll give him a four and a half. All right. So I I listen to NBA Young Boys and I'm not I'm not a big fan. I've I know I've talked to you about this plenty of times. I've asked Wes like, Yo, have you have you tried listening to this dude? Because I know that you know like. A lot of motherfuckers listen to him, especially mm-hmm. these young kids. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to listen to him a bunch of times. I never really got into I, him. He, yeah. But when he came out with this album, he dropped a few singles that I was like, okay, I actually like these. So I listened to the album. It was I actually was able to play it through. I think mostly because yeah, of the because of, because of, because of the production. I think it's mostly the production. Um, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I I I base it on a ten point score. But since we're doing five mics, I'm kind of adjusting it. I gave, I, I had three categories, right? I had lyrics, I had flow, I had hooks, I had beats, I had your content, and I had presence. Now, for lyrics, he's average. So he's like a little, let's say, what's average on a five and a half, on a five scale is two and a half. So he's probably like at a three with the lyrics. Yeah, it is nothing special. It's not bad. It's not horrible. His flow... His flow is below average. I'll give his flow like a two point. Yeah. I'll give his flow it's like basic. a two point two. It's just basic. Is and that- and sometimes he's behind the beat. Like sometimes he's off beat. You know? Like Blueface? <laughs> like Blueface. Or even like one of my favorite rappers, Cormega. Great lyricist, great content, but sometimes he's like he's like one minute or one second behind the beat. Uh, NBA Youngboy has certain songs where he's on flow, but he also has songs where he's just like off the fucking beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so I gave his flow below average, like a two, two point something. He's got good hooks. I like his hooks. He's got good hooks, so I gave his hooks a little bit above average. Let me see, like a three point six, three point seven. The beats on this, I like the beats. So I gave the beats like almost like a four point sign. I was feeling that beats. too. I did like, like the, the I beats. Did, I was like, yo, I like, beats I like the production like on this so one. So what did I tell you about him? If if if, if you like the beats and you're not feeling what you yeah. feeling, you feel what I'm saying? But hold on, was, I haven't finished. Right, the beats was saved most of it because lyrics a little bit above average. His flow below average. His hook above average. The beats was above average. His content surprisingly was above average because I thought from this from knowing like listening to a song here, a song there from before, I thought all his shit was just oh kill, 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 I'ma kill this, I'ma kill that. Oh, we out here, we you know, we in the streets, we killing shit, we're gonna kill some more fucking people. When I listened to the songs, like the first few songs, like, okay, kill, kill. And then another song came on, I was like, Oh, this one's kinda introspective. Like he's talking about his life, how he grew up. Yeah, another song he's talking to almost is almost like Nas's one love he actually has like a song writing to his homeboy like that's in prison or some shit 
he got some other one called Snow Bunny where he's just talking about how he love white bitches and fucking white bitches. So the yeah. content, I thought it was just gonna be kill kill. He's got. I thought that was cool. His content, See, he, it was cool. a little bit different. He's got like that's a love song. Here. Some of the slower, See, the slower songs are the ones that I was vibing to. See, but yeah. the kill kill shit, I wasn't vibing to. I'm yeah. listening to what y'all <laughs> saying, like, but even though he's he's jumping in different categories, like, is it really hard like that, or is it just like he's well, you, talking you, about different shit? No, yeah. The thing you is, but that's why it's a separate category because you got to give them some points on just because, look, Pusha T and Cormega, my favorite MCs. But if I was to grade them just on content, it would probably be a low score because all they do is talk about pushing coke. You know, Cormega probably a little bit more. He's got some more introspective shit. Pusha T straight, coke raps. Maybe he got <laughs> See, introspective but think about it. If you're talking about the young, like even when you talking about that perspective, but you got young Jeezy. Young Jeezy, all he talked about was coke. But the whole album, every song exactly. with classics, and he was lyrically not even exactly. there. You want to know why? Because look, you got, he, he had the like hooks. The he had hooks. He had flow. And he had beats. He had beats. The beats. Ridiculous. The beats. That's what I'm saying. All right. So the last Which thing. He did. The last thing I judged NBA Youngboy was on his presence. Because yeah, no that's like a vibe. To me, he actually like, it, it sounded good. It was, it was aggression. A lot of times you can't hear what he's saying. But you know he believes what he's saying. He feels it. Like there was something in, in that. So I, I gave his presence a, like a high, let's say on a five point scale, it was probably like a four point two. Just his presence on the track. So overall, I so you like his presence. I did. I did like his presence. Mm. It, it it made me feel like if you drive me like I I wouldn't say I like his presence. You know, because if you're talking about presence, like presence makes making me feel like I feel you and I want to get hype with you. That's super gremlin. But. I, d- I, I didn't, I didn't feel did, that nah. with him. I I, I felt nah. a little bit like okay, like when he like on the aggressive tracks, I was like okay, this this makes me feel a little bit more aggressive. On the the chill tracks, I was like okay, listening to him, uh, he's doing his singing shit. But he's he's a talented kid. Uh, I I don't think he's up there. Although he, he's killing YouTube, he's, yeah, he's fucking killing it. He's killing it, and he doesn't really have a lot of industry push. Yeah, and they Which don't is like weird. Them. Yeah, so that, hey, that's that's hey, it. Doesn't matter. I mean, as long as you got your following, you know, yeah. what I'm saying like Redman. Yeah, I ain't one of them. To following. be honest, Redman didn't have like industry push. Exactly. Yeah, you know, he just had a following. Yeah, people did, just, just who love Redman, love Redman. You know, so let's hey, get on um, part two. The Benjamin Report. You got a seven on seven, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. So last weekend I was at the the Battle Miami seven on seven tournament. I got to see a lot of a lot of great players from all across the country. There were players from uh, Louisiana, um, North Carolina, California, uh, Texas. Uh, there there's there was teams from all over all over the country at this uh, tournament, which was on a terrible field on a muddy ass field because it rained the rained the night before, but. Yeah, I mean, I got to see South Florida Express, which is the the you know one of the best teams here as far as seven on seven. Immortals is one of the the better teams too, um, but I did get to see LA Bootleggers, which is a Louisiana team. A lot of great players from out there. Um, but as far as hurricanes and local talent, Hakeem Williams is, is is a receiver is a receiver for South Florida Express that. 
is a 2023 kid, meaning that he's due due to commit next January, not this, not next week. <laughs> um, he he's a player that I think the Hurricanes really need to target hard. Um, he's a receiver that has range and and um just has great body control and has the speed too. So that that's a player that I've seen this week where I was just like, wow, they need to try to target him. Um and there's a player out of out of Miami Booker T, Adam Moore, calling the man man. He's a player that I could see as well, maybe committing to the University of Miami. Um I, I, I don't know how much contact they have with him. Is he a big receiver? Yeah, he's a big guy. I, I, I think he could probably even play tight end. Okay. Um, out there, but has great hands. You know, he caught a one handed touchdown in the seven on seven and just, you know, they could probably throw it to him at every time and likely he'd make a play more often than not. So he's a player that I think they should target as well. As far as quarterbacks are concerned, uh, I mean, the thing the thing about South Florida quarterbacks is that we got great quarterbacks. They just don't have the size for some reason, you know, like the there, there's great Quarterbacks like Tory Morrison, who played for Mike Booker T, great quarterback. I mean, I'm not sure if he's really going to even get a chance on the D1 level. And you got um, other players through the years that just don't have the size. And uh, Colin Hurst is another one of those players who I think is a great quarterback, um, has a great arm, can th- make all the throws but just doesn't have the size. And he's he's one of the best quarterbacks from South Florida Express or the the quarterback for the varsity squad. Um, the thing is about South Florida, they got that A team and a B team. <laughs> you got the varsity and then you got an A team and then a B team. And that A team is players pretty much of, of sophomores going into their junior year for the most part. And that they – that team is probably better than the varsity squad. Who knows? I mean, or could beat the varsity squad on a bad day. Varsity squad got players like Brandon Ennis on there and Nathaniel Joseph. These are great players of the 2023 class. And what I'm learning is really that the 2023 receiving class is probably going to be one of the best ever, you know, because there's so many great receivers. Miami has a chance to get Jalen Brown as well. Jalen Brown is one of the fastest receivers out of Gulliver, and they have a chance to get him possibly. Um, and then, um, you know, um, Ray Ray or or Nathaniel Joseph obviously already committed to Clemson, so. They probably don't have a chance to get him, but who knows? If they can get a player like a, uh, of him, a uh, caliber on the team, that would be great. I think they're pretty much set at running back. But, um, you know, uh, receiver is really where you see where the talent is in 7-on-7 seven seven anyway. 7-on-7 seven seven is all about quarterback play, some some corner black cornerback play as well 
Uh, Jamari Howard is is a player that I like as well at cornerback. He was the MVP of the football hotbed All-American game and plays for Florida Fire. The top seven-on-seven teams in Miami right now are are pretty much four teams. You got DEFCON, you got um, Immortals, South Florida Express, and Florida Fire. Um, These are the players... You know, like players like Xavier Strepo, Tyreek Stevenson, they all play for these seven on seven teams. Um, so those those are really the four best teams. We got another seven on seven coming up next weekend, the football hotbed one. And we'll really get to see who ends up winning because a team out of Arizona ended up winning this one, this tournament, as far as the varsity squad. But, like I said, the field was really bad. It was really muddy. You know, I think a lot of players didn't even want to play um, as hard as they would have. But, um, but yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it for, for, the, for the bedroom report. You know, I always feel like with the bedroom report, I'm talking about a bunch of shit that y'all don't, y'all don't know about. <laughs> or, or, like, yeah, y'all don't know these players. We ain't y'all going to 7 on from, 7. You know, you know, but – they're the next stars of, of of college football coming up, so those those are names that you'll know in the future. So, like Western Jamas, I I see the future when it comes to high talent in South Florida and the entire state of Florida. So, um, there is a Central tournament tomorrow or today that's going on, but it's in Orlando. Um, so that's that's um where uh, I'll provide some updates on and then this week is actually signing day. So potentially what you're going to look for with the Miami Hurricanes is Shamar Stewart. I mean, Shamar Stewart is kind of like the player that you want to watch to see if he is going to commit to Miami. Shamar Stewart is a five-star line uh, defensive end at a Miami, at a Monsignor Pace high school. And from Opelika. So he, you know, is potentially like a James Williams type of player, but on the defensive line. So that's a player that you want, and that's that's a player that you're going to want to kind of look for if we're able to land a player like him. Um, the office of lineman from Dr. Phillips as well is another player that's going to be in play. There's a bunch of old linemen that Crystal Ball has kind of jumped on late that could be in play, which is great because you need to build that offensive line. So, but other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't expect a lot of big names to be called on on Wednesday for signing day because you know they split it up into two signing days now. So this was the original signing day, and now it's kind of the makeup salas signing day now like the players that we're still kind of thinking about you know another player that I, I i wouldn't be too surprised if they committed to miami miami is ahmad moton ahmad moton is a player out of cardinal gibbons defensive tackle he's a beast monster takes up two two blockers usually every time how big um, you say he is um I would say he's probably maybe around six one, six two, but he's he's close to three hundred pounds. Oh, um, so he's a player that can definitely replace 
um, or be by uh, side by side with a with the Leonard Taylor, or you know, or essentially replace Nesta Silvera. Uh, so he he's someone to to kind of look out for as well, Mod Moten. So Mod Moten, Shamar Stewart, pretty much kind of the players you want to look out for as far as committing to Miami coming up on Wednesday. But to be honest, it's going to be a small class, which I don't know if Manny Diaz knew that he was going to be fired, but he certainly was acting like he was going to get fired. Yeah, cause because he did nothing. he didn't really recruit that many players. I mean, yeah, you got some defensive backs that are solid in this class. You got a tight end that's, <laughs> that's another legitimate tight end that's going to, you know, continue the tradition of tight end you at the Miami with uh, Skinner. More reason why his ass got fired. And then Good you up. got Henry Parrish that only transferred over because of this coaching change, basically, as a running back, which is great. Um, and then you just got an offensive lineman who used to who was committed to Oregon, brought over as well. Also, of course, a direct result of Mario Cristobal coming over. So, so I don't know. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. Like Manny Diaz knew it feels like he knew he was gonna get fired because based on this class, you weren't you weren't really putting the effort to to recruit as many recruits as possible. Like Mark Crispo has done in the past two months. So come on. Good riddance. So it, I mean it, it it's you know, it's it it's not a class that's gonna be in the top ten, maybe not even in the top twenty. It, it's it's a class that you you got some solid players, you know you got a Wesley Besaint, you know obviously you got a Nigel Lee Kelly, you got, um, you know possibly a Shamar Stewart. If you can add a Shamar Stewart or a Mod Moten to this class, then you got a pretty solid class because you got a deep, you got you got some defensive backs, you got linebackers, you got a running back, you got offensive linemen. The only thing, and you got a quarterback. The quarterback was the kind of the main main guy. That you got the best player that you got, Jacory Brown from Georgia. So you pretty much got all all the players that you needed. You know, you just didn't really get big play players. You know, you didn't get any big play receivers. Doesn't you know, matter. I think we good with receivers. You probably good with that, but that's what that's what would have probably put the icing on the cake for this class if you're able to get an Amal Moten and a Shamar Stewart. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's that's all I got really for the for the Benjamin report. I still got to go through a bunch of my audio and I'll be putting out some stories before signing day, after signing day. But um, also Anthony Hagerson and one of the quarter, one of the running backs that I like a, a lot, uh, likely going to go to either FIU or Colorado. Um, those are his top two. I mean, that's a, that's another running back. Probably don't need a running back at this point. Mm-hmm. Seem pretty stocked there, but glad to see a player like him. Um, finally um, decide where he wants to go because he's going to end up being one of these great players that left South Florida and Miami's going to be like, why did we let this player go huh. out of South Florida? Um, and then Zion Turner ended up committing to UConn this week, which is quite interesting, you know, for, for a player of his stature. Four-star, three-star, five-star? I would say he's, a, like in my eyes, he's a four-star player um, for the most most uh, accounts have him as a three-star quarterback, but I think he's a four-star quarterback. Um, he committed to UConn this week, so we'll see what happens with him. We'll be watching his career, but if, if he ends up being great, then that's another high talent that 
South Florida or uh, the Hurricanes let go. But, um, but you know, you got Ja'Cory Brown, who you can't argue is, is, is not a bad choice at all. I mean, he set all the records over there at Georgia, and um, he's been committed to you for a while. So well, that's all I got. We got any fight news? Well, no fight news. The only thing I got right now is the, the death to the turnover chain. Yeah, you know. I mean, rest not, in peace. We will not be um, doing the turnover chain. Rest in peace to the turnover chain. Rest in peace. You know, um, I think I think it was a good thing too. You feel me? Like, let's get away from all the gimmicks and let's just go ahead and play football. So, rest in peace to the turnover chain on the Mark West Sports Podcast. And I'll go you ahead know, and hand this over to Chris. On, on. You know, I I, I want to say one thing about the turnover chain. I feel like you should keep it, but. Like only if you get like a good turnover, three turnovers in a game, uh, yeah, you know, right? something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, something like that. They like, or if you get three touchdowns in a game, you ski, you get some kind of chain or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? But not for just everything that happens. And on in 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 boxing, I mean MMA, we saw Francis Ngannou uh, beat Ngann. You know, it was a kind of boring fight. He uses uh, wrestling a lot. Um not sure if he's going to sign back with the UFC. So that's kind of hanging in the air. Uh, other than that, boxing, fucking, they, of course, they can't fucking make these fights. Cambosas, who uh, beat Teofimo and got all the belts. Right. Uh, they were negotiating for him to fight Devin Haney because he's supposed to be next up. And of course, they can't make that fucking fight. <laughs> but um, supposedly now he's negotiating with uh, Lomachenko and also Ryan Garcia seems to be a front runner to fight Cambosis. So he still got some some good names in that class. That if he can't fight Devin Haney, there's these other dudes that hopefully I hope he don't end up fighting some motherfucker we don't know. Like, always <laughs> yeah, happens, you know? Like, you got Ryan Garcia, you got fucking Lomachenko, you got fucking Devin Lomachenko Haney. would be great. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Fight one of these dudes. You can fight Teofimo Lopez again. Fight one of these yeah. dudes. I hope it doesn't go to fucking, oh, he's fighting Briscratis Fritz from fucking, you know what I mean? Some <laughs> motherfucker who's just like, who Yuko the fuck Slavia. is this person? You know what I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's it on on the fighting shit. Not much, not much going down. But there's yeah. it's normally not that much going down in fighting unless it's Jake Paul. You know, if it's not Jake Paul, oh yeah, we're oh, not shit. we're not really talking about so, you know the we boxing gotta talk or about anything that, like that. That video. So go look at Jake Paul's <laughs> video. Uh, where he's talking shit about Dana White, man. A F diss Dana track. White. It's a rap diss track. Hard. <laughs> against Dana White, trust me, it's not that long. It's funny. It's worth watching. It's like on some NWA type stuff in mm -hmm. the beginning, mm -hmm. you know. So I like that because he was like, you know, or was it Dr. Dre? I'm not sure who. It was Dr. Dre. NWA did like that first part of the yeah. video. They copied that from one of those videos. I'm yeah, trying to like figure out which Dr. one it Dre, was. Yeah, or Dre Day. I think it was Dre, Dre Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that was dope, you know. Um, it was entertaining. It was funny. You know, there's some rappers who do diss tracks that wasn't as good as that. Yep. I will say that, you know. So, yeah, definitely check that out by Jake Paul. And thank you for 
thank you, Jake Paul, for just bringing yeah. attention to boxing and making boxing fun again and making boxing like it's WWE combined. What do you, you know what I'm saying? What do you think the boxers, the boxers and the UFC fighters felt after watching that diss track? Because he was kind of bigging up them, like, you know, like, F them. You know, you can make more money without these people, like... How can you hate somebody that's putting you on game? Like, like if I'm a boxer or if I'm a UFC fighter, I'm gonna be on his side because he's. I mean, what he's saying that that's a lie. He's not saying anything that's a lie right now. You know what I'm saying? He's making more money. You know what I mean? Than you guys has probably made your whole career. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you guys probably gonna be left with, you know, um, you know, lingering, um, you know, injuries. You know, when you get up in age. And he's gonna be just chilling. He only he probably don't even need to fight no more. He's set for life compared to you guys, where you guys have somebody in your pocket all the all the time. So I mean, uh, he's he's been set just because he he already had money. He's a YouTube uh, star and also what like he was in Disney and all this. But I he think um, I think like like anything else in this world, I think uh, three people right are gonna agree with him. Three people are not gonna agree. Four people are not gonna give a fuck. I think. Um, I think if if he was more genuine about it, because like he's talking about fighting fighting for um the UFC fighters' pay and for them to be uh, unionized and to get health care, right? Because right now they're not looked at as as employees; they're um they're they're uh, self contracted, right? But at the same time, if if you're uh, self employed, self contracted, you should be able to fight for other do other shit right they don't treat you like that at the ufc right you're self-contracted until oh oh i, I want to go do this oh you need the ufc's blessing or oh, i want to go, go do that make some money over here you need the ufc's blessing so i understand like it, he's right they should be unionized because they kind of treating them shitty which is the reason we got the best fights though because if, if it feels like boxing to be the same shit these motherfuckers would have all the say the fighters would have all the say we wouldn't get the fights we want we don't get the fights we want already. In the UFC, we do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, they deserve more money. I think it's good that Jake Paul is putting a light to, to that those fighters do need more money, need more compensation. Yeah. There was a point where, you remember, they they, they used to come out with their own logos on their shorts or on their, and they used to get paid off of that. But then Reebok came in. The UFC made a deal with Reebok. And they was like, oh, you could only wear a Reebok. And you're not getting paid for that. You you just get paid like a regular fighter. We're getting paid from Reebok because, you know. So they definitely need more money. But Jake Paul's really not genuine in it. He's just doing it to be an asshole so he can make more money See, so more matter, eyes will though. be on him. So, But at the same time, it's he bringing, bringing more light. He's bringing yeah. light to it. So that's a good thing. If, yeah. if he's genuine or not, he's still bringing light to it. And that's a good thing. So yeah, yeah. I think it's good. Totally, I totally agree, hundred percent. Let's but, go, Jay Paul. Yeah, that's all I got. Dana White. <laughs> Dana White. <laughs> I know, I, I know Dana, Dana White. Dana White was probably looking at this. I can't stand because you feel me, like, because because he's you know even in that in that you know um that diss track he was talking about Dana White talking about how he's taking drugs and this that, and the other. He's like, I got tested and I came out clean and you have nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? It's just like more dirt. You feel me thrown yeah. in your eye, you know, which is before great the fight. because it, I, I, it's like it's like Jim McMahon and like Hulk Hogan, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's like just they just go back and it's forth classic. for a while, 
It's bringing back to the 80s. It's kind of like, like, like a, a, a Stone Cold Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting that, that WWE feeling that you know a heel and all that shit hey yeah. it is what it is man alright so that that's gonna wrap it up for the Mark West Sports Podcast until next week <laughs>